Oh, baby, we finally made it. It's WrestleMania week. It's the Chick Foley show. Get pumped. It's the Hot Take Kid out here in Baltimore, Maryland. We have a jammed pack show for you as we are three or four days here from WrestleMania. I have Sheena Phelps on the line out from Honolulu. How are you, Sheena? What's going on, man? I am so freaking pumped in some ways i feel like we have been waiting forever for wrestlemania and then other ways i'm like oh my gosh i cannot believe wrestlemania is in just a few days yeah it always happens that way and it kind of sneaks up on you we've been talking about it for so long they've been dragging their feet since royal rumble but none of that stuff matters anymore we are here uh we have a jam-packed show we're going to preview also uh, nxt takeover we're also going to preview obviously every single match on the wrestlemania card there is a lot of them uh, which yeah. I'm not complaining about. That'll be pretty fun. We're going to pick our favorite figures uh, from each of the winners of these matches that we pick. And at the end of the show, we're going to give away our Pete Dunn Elite figure that we've been teasing to our Patreon listeners. And uh, it's going to be a good show. Yeah, somebody's going to have a really good day today get, grabbing that Pete Dunn. Yeah, free shipping too. I'm, I'm not even skipping on the, ship, the shipping. You can get that for free. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it like a super delayed, like, five-week shipping like uh just do fedex smart post what website is what website's the worst about shipping uh as much as i love ringside they're not the super fastest but no uh, um yeah they're definitely not um wwe shop to hawaii is pretty pretty bad like i don't know how it is on the mainland but man if you don't if you don't expedite the shipping and pay like the ten dollar shipping fee wwe can take like three weeks to get here by the time you get your merch like the championships already changed hands so you're like oh well so much for this uh, we won't pip the uh, Patreon too hard, but we just recorded a uh, our bracket for the best entrance themes. We did the first round, 32 entrance themes, and uh, I got some pretty good reactions from people. You can sign up at patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show to listen to that. Any questions or concerns or comments for us, shoot us an email at askchickfoley at gmail.com, or you can DM Sheena on Instagram at Chick Foley, or on Twitter we are at Chick Foley Show. And uh, we have some cool Boxamania videos you've been putting up there. What's the latest one you have up there now? The the most recent one was I unboxed the Great Muda. Um, it was a Mad Reaper custom. It was so, so sick. And then um, I recently did NXT Series 4. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of good there's lots of good unboxing. And then we have our NECA Turtles, which isn't wrestling related. But, you know, we, we love action figures of all, you know, shapes and sizes. So we got those, those NECA Turtles. And we have so much more that we're recording this week and throughout next week to put up there too. I just received my first order of Chick Foley show shirts from pro wrestling tees.com. Uh, speaking of which there is a code this weekend for uh, mania use the code mania for 20% off. What, what days is that going on? Do you know? I think it's I think it's current. Yeah, um, I think it's starting as of today. You can use code mania or maybe it's to, maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it starts on Thursday. But yeah, just keep checking. You should be getting emails. You can check their sites at Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, but yeah, make sure you use that code mania to get 20 percent off all of your merch and especially check out the chick Foley show uh, shop because that's where all the good stuff's at. I got the super soft shirts. My buddy, uh, Zach Egloff, he's a Patreon member. I got him a shirt. And he let me know that the shirts that they use are next-level apparel. I guess he's used them before. They don't shrink. They are a nice quality. So I'm excited about wearing that. It's the only thing about being a bigger guy. I get, like, the double X, and it fits perfectly. And then I wash it once, and then I'm like, uh, I can't raise my arms above my head uh, at a football yeah. game or the belly sticks out. So 
hashtag fat guy problems but uh yeah they're good quality stuff i'm excited to wear them out and about and uh please subscribe to us on itunes if you're listening on an iphone or an ipad it helps us out give us a nice five star review we have a winner for our uh our flash giveaway that you put on instagram she know tell the people about that yeah, so we did a um, a flash giveaway for um, Sami Zayn and Kane figures for people who were writing in reviews for the Chick Foley show. We were super excited because we got some really awesome reviews from you guys. So this one, um, the one that we we picked at random from everyone who had already left us a, a review previously, and everyone that left a review within the the contest time frame. So our winner is uh, a Rikshi. I think that's how you say it. A-R-A-K-E-S-H-E. Um, we'll be posting this up on the Instagram and the Twitter too. So if you see it, please DM us your details so we can send you that elite Sami Zayn and Kane figure. But the review comes in and it says, this podcast is one of the best podcasts on here and they deserve everything they get for their shows. And shows was with a Z. Oh, nice. That makes it like Hardy Boys style. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Added a little flair to there. So thank you so much, Arakshi, for sending in that, um, that review. Like I said, it really helps us out. It really helps you know, us boost up so people can put more eyeballs on us, uh, you know, and listen to us. So thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I just want to be clear that everyone hears this, that we just gave away two elite figures for taking 30 seconds to review us on iTunes. So yeah, we're going to keep doing stuff like this. Me and Sheena with the Patreon money coming in, we're going to, you know, make sure these giveaways keep happening. And we have 64 reviews on iTunes, Sheena, which is pretty cool. We want to give a shout out to all the people that have done it. I did a Ravens podcast for five plus years and we had like 50 reviews. So it's tough to get people to do reviews. Uh, to, so to get uh, on the way to 100, it's a pretty cool thing. So thanks to everybody that did that. We have two new Patreon subscribers, Adam Whitehead and Aaron Collins. So thank you guys. Make sure to check Woo-hoo. out that new episode on there. And um, one more thing about the Trism Books that giveaway that we're going to be doing pretty soon too. Tell them about that. Yeah, so we actually, we picked a winner. So um, I don't know if you guys saw my live the other day or if you've been following on the Instagram, but um, Trism Books is doing a series of wrestling books for kids. And guys, they are so cool. Like they have such good morals and it's like all all of your favorite elite team guys. I mean, they are just, they did, um, the one that we were giving away was the Young Bucks Stand Tall. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's just got a, such a great moral. It's about standing up for yourself, believing in your dreams. Um, freaking Cody is having a book come out, which uh, within the next like month or so so we're super excited to support trism books um and they sent us a copy of the young buck stand tall and we you know we all you had to do was follow trism books on instagram and you know you had a chance to win so at canine siblings congratulations you won the trism book entry so please dm us your details so that we can send you that and i think you're absolutely gonna love it it's and if you haven't you should definitely check out so um canine siblings i was looking at his instagram and it's like it's just like it's a puppy instagram and i'm like oh my gosh yeah i don't know if this guy has kids or not but he could read this book to his puppies like it is so so cute so um thanks a lot for following them and if you don't follow them already you can check them out and if you have little mini marks that you're that you're raising in your life and you're so tired of reading llama llama red pajama you want to like slap it against your head get your get your kids some some good wrestling books um over at trism like i said they have young books stand tall they have um colt cabana has a book i think it's called wrestler wrestling dreams um and then like i said cody's book is coming out and i'm sure they're just getting started that's pretty cool i read too many books to my kid at night before he goes to sleep that have no uh, story or no morals or no like doesn't really learn anything from anything from so this is pretty cool it's trismbooks.com to check out their uh, bookstore I did want to get it, a, go go ahead sorry 
Yeah, I was going to say it's funny that you say that because sometimes we'll be reading a, a book to the baby face and then, you know, he'll husband will slam it and he'll be like, well, that was shit, <laughs> you yeah. know, because it's just like like there is literally no meaning or like your, your kid doesn't learn anything from it. It's basically just you talking. And, um, you know, I'm like, what happened to all the good children's books like when we were growing up or maybe they've just always been crap and we didn't know. Um, but, yeah, until you have a kid, and you start doing story time at night like you, you don't realize. But, yeah, you'll really enjoy these books. It'll definitely change up the monotony of like, you know, no shade to Dr. Seuss, but, you know, all your doctors. Dr. Seuss and Bernstein Bears and Llama Llamas. I literally had to throw a book away the other day because it was so bad. It was basically like Peter Rabbit had to go back in time to get eggs or something, and then he went to the future to different oh holidays. My it was just, gosh. and it was like one of those books where the you know the the font is like size eleven, so it was like reading like <laughs> Lord of the Rings or something. So I just I just threw it away. Oh, I know. I know those books. Thankfully, Babyface hasn't gotten there, but I I nannied for a long time. I was a full-time nanny. And yeah, I know those books where you're like, Jesus, yeah, I could be reading Harry Potter or something, you know? I want to give love to somebody that I ha- I told I was going to give love two weeks ago. It's uh, at toy underscore tracker on Twitter. He has a great website. It's wrestlingtoytracker.com. And it's basically a website he's uh, compiled all the data from eBay listings to give a pretty accurate price pricing analysis of old Hasbro's and, and wrestling toys, both uh, mint on card and loose. So it's kind of like you know back in the day we had Beckett magazine for baseball cards. If you were a kid and you collected baseball cards, this is a great way uh, to uh, check you know see what your, your toys are worth, or if you're looking for something on eBay, it has everything in one place. So check it out, WrestlingToyTracker.com. Uh, great website, and uh, it's pretty. Uh, t- I told him I was going to check, give him a plug because I checked it out. And it was pretty cool. So, um, Sweet. that's all the good housekeeping. I did want to um, let everyone know that, um, yeah, we're going to do an NXT takeover recap uh, for Patreon subscribers. It's, it's the the lower tier, so it's a dollar a month, and we're going to do that for each of our takeover episodes. So Friday night, we're going to hop on and get another episode in to recap takeover. But let's let's preview takeover right now because. Um, it's going to be a good show. You have it on here. Is this the best takeover card ever? And man, it's yeah. it's shaping up that way. Yeah, I mean, it is literally, um, you know, every every match has like title contention. You know, so like it, it is like every, every every match means something, which is super awesome. And you know, NXT during takeovers they always deliver you know and it's so super cool this card looks incredible you know unfortunately we'll talk about it in a little bit you know we lost our champion champa um but somehow some way there's a i mean we're it, it doesn't even feel like we're missing him you know like as as crazy as that sounds like this card is still so stacked that it's like you know it doesn't feel like the champion went down in a blaze of glory you know yeah when you have alistair black and ricochet in a tag team match in the second uh match of the night you know it's going to be a pretty pretty damn good car let's uh let's start from the probably the, the curtain jerker which is the one of the matches i'm the most excited for uh the champion Shayna baszler versus bianca belair versus io shirai versus Kyrie sane in a four mm-hmm. way, four-way match for that women's nxt championship which uh, i know you have a problems with Mattel over not giving us the real thing in the uh, Shayna Baszler elite but that's a a story for a different day what what are your thoughts on this match because I'm pretty pumped for it yeah, I'm pumped. I mean, it's it's going to be a banger. I mean, these four women are incredible. I mean, you got the Sky Pirates, you know, that are just going to put on a show and be jumping off of everything. Um, Shayna Baszler, who is just a freaking physical force to be reckoned with. And then you got Bianca Belair, who, I mean, 
proved herself, you know? I mean, when she went up against um, Shayna at like the TakeOver at Survivor Series, like, I mean, she was, I mean, she was a beast, you know? And I think she, I think a lot of people really underestimated her, um, you know, i.e. Sam Roberts really gave her some, gave her some crap, but I think she proved herself. And I think it could really be any one of these women could walk away with, with the title. And the crazy thing about this match is, is like, this is the only match on the card that doesn't really have the potential to be match of the weekend, but it's still going to be so freaking awesome. You know, um, I, I don't know who, like, there's so many different scenarios that I could see who could win, you know, and why. Um, but who are, who do you think you're going with in this? I think Shayna definitely loses the title. I feel like this is right before WrestleMania. That's a good way to introduce her. If they keep Ronda around they can use her as kind of backup on Monday against, you know, whoever beats her for the title. We'll get to that later. But uh, I'm thinking Kyrie's saying they've kind of hinted at it multiple times. I feel like she's the most likely candidate here. What, what say you? Um, so I think I think Shayna Baszler will lose. Um, I, I It's crazy to say that because, I mean, she's had the title since like, well, I mean, she lost it for a little bit, but she won it last April. So she's basically been dominating the women's division in NXT for the, for the previous year. I mean, she lost it for a little bit, um, you know, at a takeover. Like at, where did she lose it? At, oh, Survivor Series. Survivor yeah, Series so she, yeah. 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 So um, she, actually, no, that's not right. Anyway, she won it back at Evolution in October and she's been freaking a force ever since then. But I do think she's main roster ready um, with Rhonda rumored to leave. Uh, Shayna could slide right into that spot. You know, that just that brute heel spot that, that Rhonda's playing right now. And with the fatal four way rules, you can really still protect her. You know, um, I think it's going to be Bianca Belair. Um, I think, th- I think, you know, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, uh, you know, their little, their sky pirates gimmick. I think it could be more of a tag team since now that we have tag team, um, championships that are going to be defended on all brands. I could see those two as a really, really powerful tag team. And I think Bianca Belair would be a really awesome new champion. That's a good call. Uh, we wanted to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Kyrie saying, as I said, and the only person out of these four that has a figure is Shayna Baszler. So she kind of wins by default. She has that elite 67, uh, available on ringsidecollectibles.com right now. Um, who is going to, who of these people gets a figure next, you think? Um, I mean, Kyrie Sane is just made to be an action figure, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, with her, with the pirate gimmick, I think she's just legitimately like, you know, I think she'll be the next one for sure. Uh, the tag team titles are on the line. War Raiders putting the title on the line against Aleister Black and Ricochet, who for some reason now are now on a tag team in NXT as well, which is kind of confusing. I don't really see them going over here because I've, I I think they're on their way out. But it's I know it's hard to say, Sheena, with the way they've they're treating NXT as kind of that third brand. Do they do they make them champions and then have them defend that belt on Raw and SmackDown? It's definitely an interesting concept. Well, I mean, what's crazy is that um, Blackashay has literally, re- like, by the end of the weekend, they will have wrestled for all three tag team titles in the span of a week, which is so crazy, right? Um, and I don't think there's any way that these two, like, they're going to be in the SmackDown uh, Fatal 4-Way tag match at Mania, and I don't think, I, I think they have a better chance of winning that than they do winning this, and I don't think there's any way that they would be, like, dual tag team champions, you know, because... Personally, I still don't see them as a legitimate cohesive tag team. Um, I feel like there's really no sense in 
taking the titles off the War Raiders right now. I mean, the the match is going to be incredible. You know, you have the perfect mix of brutal physicality and insane athleticism with, you know, these guys. And I think it's going to really, I mean, it's going to be a killer match, but I'm going with the War Raiders on this. Yeah, I'm going to say the War Raiders retain. Uh, the War Raiders had those really nice uh, Ring of Honor action figures. Have you ever seen those? They're pretty uh, legit looking. Yeah, it, well, it was a uh, there was a FTC. I think only Hanson was ever released. Oh, really? Um, I don't, okay. I don't, yeah. So I don't think it was there was ever a row like it was. They were supposed to come out, but I'm pretty sure that only Hanson ever ever came out. And if I was an FTC collector, like that would drive me nuts like not having a complete war raider set but um yeah i mean obviously we got to go with um my favorite of this is nxt elite uh the series four alistair i mean that's one of the most mage figs ever yeah it's an awesome figure if you haven't uh picked it up yet definitely do i know it's been hard to get for some folks uh hit us up if you are not able to get i've, I've been seeing it in some of our stores locally here and i know everyone locally here has kind of gotten it so i'm I'm willing to help people out if they need to get. I'm hoping Ricochet gets a NXT Elite uh, pretty soon because that would be pretty pretty kick ass. Yeah, he for sure will. And you know, as far as the match, I mean, the War Raiders really have everything to gain here, and you know, Blackishay really has nothing to lose. You know, so I, I think I, th- I think it's definitely going to be War Raiders, and I'm but I'm still excited to see this match of the weekend candidate velveteen dream is the North American champion. He defends the belt against the King of the Bros, Matt Riddle. And yeah, man, this is uh, this is a match that a lot of people are waiting to see. These two guys are kind of at the peak of their game right now, and kind of the the, the future of NXT, I think, over the next year, right? Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, Riddle's got so much momentum. You know, especially being like a newer guy on the roster. I mean, he's got so much momentum. Um, and I. I'm definitely pulling for him in this match. I think I think he's the one going over. But I then I ask myself, like, well, then what's next for Dream? You know, like if if Dream loses this, then what's next? Is he going to go after the NXT title? You know, um, so yeah, it's re- it's really interesting. But I think I think Matt Riddle is is ready to to hold some NXT gold. I'm I'm thinking the same thing. I love the NXT uh, or sorry the Velveteen Dream Elite 67. That's in the same set as that uh, Shayna Baszler figure. Uh, so that's probably the only one from this match. And I I think yeah I think Dream is I don't think he gets called up right away. I'm I'm thinking he yeah he goes for the NXT World Title over the next couple months. Uh, I am interested to see what he wears to the ring because he always kind of pulls something out for these takeover events. Oh yeah, his gear is always on point, you know. Um, and I've said it before, and it's unfortunate. I feel like Velveteen Dream is like he's one of those people that I feel like his his look and his gimmick and his character and everything works so well in NXT. But I'm scared for him to get called up to the main roster because I'm scared that it's just not going to translate. Um, so I hope that he still has a, a you know a long fruitful career in, in NXT because I'm not ready to see Dream kind of like in that that lower mid card position yet, you know? I agree. He's got a ton of potential, man. He's super talented and, and his his look and his gimmick kind of overshadows his work in the ring. He's he's a really good storyteller in the ring. Um so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do here with this match. Yeah, I'm going with Matt Riddle though. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Velveteen Dream. I'm thinking they keep he keeps the belt. So let's we'll be different there. Uh Pete Dunn defends his United Kingdom as UK championship against Walter. I think Pete Dunn is approaching 700 days with that title. Uh, it's is- insane. It's like, yeah, so it's like he's been the champ for almost two years, and it's like the law. Lo- I mean, 
it's the longest title reign since like Hogan in the eighties, you wow. know? So, I mean, WWE has some serious like belief in Pete Dunne. I mean, I have some serious belief in Pete Dunne. I absolutely love him. Um, and I mean, he, so he won the title on May 20th at takeover. So he's at, you know, takeover Chicago. He beat Trent seven. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Long, long time. This is a match people have been waiting to see ever since Walter was uh, rumored to be signing with uh, with NXT UK. Do you, do you think they take the belt off of him here? And if they do, what what does Pete Dunne do going forward? Is it similar to, to Velveteen Dream, where he kind of steps up with with Ciampa out and elevates that main event picture for NXT? I don't know. I think I think if Pete Dunne loses here. I I can obviously see a rematch between him and Walter, um, and then if Walter retains, I can see Pete Dunne just going going on and being called up to to the main roster um, because he's ready. But again, it's one of those things like you're seeing the king the king of the mountain go to you know now he's like a I mean I don't want to say he's a little fish or a big fish in a little pond, but yeah, when you get to the main roster, I mean, there's just so much talent there that it's hard for your, for your people to shine like they do down in NXT. But I don't understand why they would bring Walter in this guy who is just legitimately like jumps. He like leaps off the screen. I mean, he's built like a brick shit house. He's like the king of European strong style. Um, why they would bring him in. Like I was intimidated when I didn't even know much about him when I saw him debut at NXT UK. And I was like, I was already intimidated. Like who the hell is this? Um, and I don't know why they would bring someone in like that only to, to make him lose his first ever match, you know? Yeah, they're promoting him pretty heavy, and he's going to be kind of uh, the future of that NXT UK show. I feel like uh, Pete Dunn. I don't know on on Raw or SmackDown what what role he fills. You know, he's kind of an undersized guy. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I, I would love to see two hundred five live elevated as a, as a kind of a medium, a mid middle like ground for these guys like him and Ricochet uh, to kind of. Get get more exposure, but you know, just Raw and SmackDown is just so crowded right now. I, I just don't want to see them lost in the shuffle. I'd rather see them, you know, as as big time players somewhere else. And you could really, really make that show kind of a, a must see attraction if you add some of these guys to, to it. Um, but I mean, I, yeah, I'd love to see Don up on the main roster on 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 Raw or SmackDown. But I just I'm just worried, just like Dream, I'm just worried where he fits in. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I think Pete. I think Pete Dunn has the has the charisma and just the talent that, like, even if he is not like you know in like heavyweight championship title contention, like he's still going to be a force on the main roster. Yeah. I don't. I don't foresee and and for someone that they put so much energy behind, I don't think and let him be the champ for almost two years. I don't think they're just going to bring him in to just like let him go stale. You know. He's definitely got the look, man. I mean, I feel like he he looks the part. He he can step in and be a you know you could put him on Raw right now and he he fits he fits in there with his look, you know. So, uh, For yeah, sure. there's there's gonna be a lot of turnover here. I feel like on this NXT Takeover yeah. New York show, which is good and yeah. bad. I mean, it gives us more fresh faces on NXT, so that's that's always a good thing. Yeah, one thing is for sure. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this. I, 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 I want my heart says Pete Dunn. My brain says Walter is going to win. So I mean, I have to go like say I think Walter will win. Um, but one thing's for sure, they're going to beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Walter wins this one here. Unfortunately, uh, NXT Championship is on the line. Two out of three falls for the vacant title. 
Johnny Wrestling against Adam Cole. And uh, I, I don't know who to pick here, man. This is uh, it's going to be a damn good match. That's a, I do know that, but I don't know who's going to come out on top. Um, I think I I definitely think it's going to be Adam Cole here. Um, you know, this is the same building that he debuted in almost two years ago. It was actually the day after the babyface was born. It was at um, Takeover Brooklyn Three. Um, we were at we were still at the hospital watching NXT Takeover. It was the day, like I said, day after Brett was born, and um, I think. I think it's time. I think, you know, it's time for the undisputed era to like start their, their 2019, you know, reigning Supreme. So I think this would be the perfect way to like kick it off. Um, and it sucks that we lost Champa. Like I said, you, you guys know, if you listen to the show, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love, I love me some black heart. Um, but nobody's going to be mad to watch, you know, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Yeah. Gargano's in a weird position now without Champa. Uh, what yeah. does he, what what does he do? You know, like he's another guy I, like would fit two hundred five live as well. Yeah, I I just feel like with with Champa gone, I, I don't feel it's necessary for Johnny to win the NXT Championship right now. I think I think they'll probably just move because he was already being moved up to the main roster. I yeah, think they'll just yeah. go ahead with that now now that they know you know the future of um, Champa. You know that he's had his surgery and you know everything's kind of like more clear as to what his recovery is going to be and things like that. I think they'll go ahead and move him to the main roster um, and then you know just just go from there. And then once they decide whether or not Champa's even going to be able to come back then you know then take it from there but i don't know how well the sad thing is is i don't know if they did bring champa back i don't know how well that is going to translate to the raw or smackdown audience because they weren't they didn't watch that whole you know feud for the last two years down in nxt you know so um it's it's pretty crazy to think that like you know we may we may never get we never may never get a conclusion to Gargano and Ciampa, but you know, that's just unfortunately the price you pay to put your body on the line day in and day out as a uh, WWE superstar. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to Ciampa. Some of the articles that I've seen floated on Twitter and Facebook doesn't sound like things are, are the prognosis doesn't seem to be too positive for him. So hopefully uh, he can take some time away from the ring and, and get things sorted out with that injury. That's always scary, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you could you couldn't run it back on Raw or SmackDown. People are not going to know it's going to be a, like a fart in church. People, unfortunately, the people on, that watch Raw and SmackDown are not the people that that are religiously watching NXT. So right, they should, right. but they don't. So yeah, um, so I think I think it only makes sense for for Adam Cole to get this and you know really start a, a reign of terror with the undisputed era. I'm with you. I'm with you. This is a a really good card. I was hoping I, I almost rather head up to if I could only go to one of these cards, uh, take over indoors, uh, shorter show. Really, you know, from top to bottom, you got five awesome matches here that are going to be really fun to watch. Uh, I would not mind going up to New York for that one. Yeah, and the takeover crowd, especially like the Mania takeover crowd, they are insane, and it like the energy is just unlike anything I've ever been a part of. Um, I absolutely love it. And I'm I'm like jealous of the people. Like I'm getting that FOMO feeling. Like you know, right now I'm watching everybody on Instagram, like traveling and go, you know, getting there and doing all these things and getting to experience WrestleMania weekend, which is like one of the most fun weekends that any mark can have. Um, and I'm having like serious FOMO, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are so like just enjoy it and have so much fun and just like mark out as much as you can. Uh, because once that weekend's over, like you're like coming off like this huge high. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch the show from home, even if I can't watch it from, you know, the front row. Um, but 
I'm excited for all you guys that get to go. Yeah, a couple of my buddies from the Baltimore Elite Squad are heading up there. They're going to take over. They're going to access. They got their autograph signings all mapped out. They're going obviously yeah. going to WrestleMania. It's a, it's a great weekend, and I'm I'm really hoping to go next year in Tampa. A little bit of a warmer climate climate after going to that MetLife show a couple years yeah. ago. I, I watched back. I was before we started recording. I watched back that WrestleMania from MetLife, and oh my god, it's an it was an awful like. I was kind of getting back into wrestling at that point, and Del Rio versus Jack Swagger for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, oh my cool gosh! Uh, was wow, pr- pretty fucking awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we've come a long yeah. way. We've come, we've a, long come way. a long, we've come a long way, baby. Yeah, this card. Yeah, that, there's nothing. I mean, well, I guess we have Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle, but yeah. we we won't bag on that too much. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to get into the WrestleMania card, man. It is like, you know, it's been one of those things. It's kind of like. Like, I feel like the build hasn't been that crazy, but I'm like, this could really surprise us and be a really incredible show, you know? Yeah, I feel like the, when you we don't have the highest of expectations is when you get kind of pleasantly surprised, and I feel like it could happen here. There's going to be some surprises. There's going to be some guests, some uh, appearances that pop up out of nowhere. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but the build itself for WrestleMania, it's just felt longer than usual. It felt like they've been kind of treading water, especially with some of the... Uh, the main event matches on this card. What, what? How have you felt about the build up to this to this WrestleMania 35 this weekend? I agree. I think it has felt a little bit longer. I think it's because things have happened that were kind of unpredicted. You know, that weren't just created by the writers. They weren't manufactured. Like you know, Becky having her meteoric rise to you know being just the hottest thing in the wrestling industry. Like nobody could have predicted that you know that that, that it was going to happen that way and it was kind of one of those things that it was like holy crap like you know we've got this freaking rocket ship here like how are we going to maintain this until wrestlemania um and i think that's kind of really made it feel like it's dragging out worse whereas you know in previous years like you know storylines change you know titles change hands and things like that and it's um it doesn't feel so drug out but now that we're here, I'm looking back on it. I think I'm looking back on it a little bit with, like, rose-colored glasses, like, you know, like, so pumped and ready just to, like, see the payoff to all these storylines. Well, let's get into it here. We have, what, what did you say, 22 matches on this card? Yes, yeah. It's uh, I would have to go back and recount, but, yeah, it's, it's pretty freaking loaded. How are you going to fit this all in from, what, I guess 5 o'clock, a two-hour pre-show two hour- to, to midnight? That's a five-hour show, seven hours. It's going to be tight. Yeah. It's going to be real tight. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to be have to work the next day and coming back on that bus ride from New York, that's for sure. Yeah, you people, you, you guys are going to show up to, to work on Monday looking like, you know, zombies. But it's okay. Just have your co- have your coffee pot ready. You yep. know, it'll, it'll, it'll all be all right. You know, come off that WrestleMania high. Yeah, just learn to sleep with your eyes open when you get to work. That's the key. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Find yourself a cubby. Raw Tag Team Champions are on the line. The Revival defends against the Major Brothers, our, our brothers in podcasting lore. Yeah. We've we got to support it's, these guys, right? we gotta, we got to pull for them. Yeah, it's still unclear if this match is actually going to happen, but it's been it's been rumored and it's been teased on social media. So if it does go down, I mean, as much as I love The Revival and think that they're like, you know, I mean, they're, they're definitely worthy champions, I think. Zach and Kurt, they're representing the Fig Life community, so we gotta back those guys. Of course, yeah. They, uh, besides the fact that they follow us on Twitter, no big deal. Hashtag no big <laughs> deal. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is cool. And what better way to 
end this losing streak for Kurt Hawkins. I mean, even though that is his gimmick, I mean, you're going to lose your gimmick, but, I mean, to become tag team champions again, to go from where they were, you know, a year ago or they weren't even on TV, it's a pretty a pretty cool thing. And, you know, we've seen the uh, WWE brass kind of jerk around the revival here and there and not give them their props, but uh, I don't know. This could be a good match. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, if it if it ends up going down, it will be good, and I think there'll be a little bit of comic relief with um, with Zack Ryder and and Kurt. But yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm pulling for the Major Brothers. I think it'd be cool if they do win the titles here, and then they have like a thing where they kind of do this with the B team a little bit, but you know, have them winning matches, but like accidentally, like you know, have have uh, the authors of pain like you know fall down or accidentally you know zach Ryder actually trips you know just make it kind of like uh they're winning but they're not even doing it on purpose kind of thing oh uh, yeah be kind of fun totally yeah totally i think um yeah that would be super cool so i would say my favorite uh major brothers figure i love the elite 59 zach Ryder. it's like the red white and blue almost like the oh, macho yeah. man yeah. macho man coat uh i love 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 that figure i mean i love the new oh, kurt but- hawkins elite uh that it's just super mage. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that he got a figure. And I, I actually like the regular um, with the orange and blue more than the chase. Yeah, I agree. I to- totally agree. And I mean, all these guys have great figures. The, uh, the revival had those NXT elites. They were pretty cool looking too. So, um, but yeah, I think that Zack Ryder USA one wins overall. That's a cool figure. For sure. Yeah. Next up we have the, oh my gosh, this, this, not nothing against the battle Royal, but the trophy for the women's battle Royal, I like to just call it the uterus memorial trophy because it legitimately looks like a female reproductive system. I and I know I like, see this. I don't even know. Oh my gosh. How do you not know? They, they literally, I mean, they had it on, on Monday and I, mean, I was like, no, they didn't bring it back. Please. For the love of God. Like, I can't believe they didn't get rid of that trophy. Um, it, it is, oh, first yes. of all, I know. I, know yeah. I didn't, I couldn't yes. see it before, but now I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Looks like a uterus. And I'm, I'm just like, wow, that's worse than the divas title with this uterus belt. But anyway, the match I think is going to be good. I'm pulling for Oscar. I feel like if Oscar is not going to be, you know, just former champion recently lost her title, she could be able to beat any of these, any of these women in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm there. I I want to see Carmella just because I'm kind of in love with her. So uh, I do want to see an ending to this, uh, the whole Alicia Fox, Maria Hat uh, angle. Hopefully we get a resolution to that. True, true. Uh, I think a lot of people have been waiting for that. But confirmed so far, we have Carmella, Naomi, um, Asuka, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Selena Vega. Those are the um, confirmed women for the Women's Battle Royal so far. But, yeah, I'm pulling for Asuka. There's some talented women in this match for sure. What What do you think about Naomi kind of uh, jumping on social media and kind of complaining about her spot on this this card? I mean, it's, it's tough at WrestleMania to really complain about where you are, but uh, do you think she has kind of a, a gripe here? I don't think I don't think her gripe is probably about being in the battle royal. Um, I think her gripe, she was supposed to have a title shot. You know, they were gonna do the fatal four way for you know the title shot for SmackDown, and they just completely ditched that angle and you know put put Charlotte in the match with Oscar and you know put 
put the put that in the main event, put the title, the SmackDown title in the main event. I think it's just kind of carried over from that. I feel like she just probably feels like, you know, they just put all their all their eggs in one basket with the women. Yeah, I could see that. I um we we had Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 in one of the greatest angles of all time. Uh, win the world title the next year he was in a ladder match for the intercontinental title which he did win yeah that um, was a that was an awesome match oh it was though, a great match like, yeah but yeah. i mean you can't you can't stay I mean, even guys that can't you can't stay on top and all the whole time i mean nakamura was in a title match last year now he's in a a throwaway tag team four-way match you know with rusev it's just it's just the way things are it's i don't think it's a man versus woman type of thing it's just you know she she definitely drew out the trolls with those uh those comments and you know i mean yeah. the charlotte becky thing is is big business man that's what's making money and that's what they're they're the best at what they do those three are the best i mean it is and you can't i mean you can you legitimately cannot complain out of all of the you have to think of all the talent that's back there in the locker room and how many men and women would just give everything they have to be on that wrestlemania card and will may, probably never ever have the opportunity to even be on a wrestlemania card and yeah it's it's hard to take anyone seriously that's complaining about their spot at wrestlemania you know and like you said you you can't you can't expect to always be the front runner unless you're brock lesnar i guess uh, any chance Alexa Bliss gets involved in this match at all? I mean, it was kind of odd to make her the host of WrestleMania. I don't know if she's you – know, she came back for a little while. She was in the Royal Rumble. Now is she injured again? I don't – I don't think so. I think – I don't think she'll – I don't think she'll enter the Women's Battle Royal. I think she's just going to host, and that will be her – that will be her spot, unfortunately. I, I do miss Alexa. I think she's awesome. But, yeah, I don't think she'll get involved in this. All right. Might as well move on to the Andre the Giant – uh, Memorial Battle Royal, which is uh, that's a mouthful. It is kind of the the best of the rest of uh, everyone in the in the men's division. We have. Uh, do you have the list of the guys? Yeah, yeah. So we got um, confirmed. We got Braun Strowman, um, Michael Shea, Colin Jost, uh, Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, The Lucha House Party, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor Connor, uh, Ali. If you guys don't know who that is, formerly Mustafa Ali. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis Tucker, and EC3. Holy smokes. All right. So the smart thing here is to elevate a guy that is going to be kind of uh, on the on the cusp, a future guy like Andrade or EC3. That is guaranteed not what they're going to do here. Or Ali, you know. One of yeah. those three guys I would love to see win this match. Uh, luckily, we don't have a big, uh, big show appearance, so that's good. Yep. Yeah, typically it would be someone like Braun or Big Show, right? Uh, I have Andrade winning this. I think it could definitely be a good spot for him, like you said, to elevate him and to just really put him as a front runner. Sadly, um, historically, the, the the Battle Royal hasn't produced any like long term effects, positive effects for anyone, right? Like I don't feel like any of the winners of the Battle Royal have went on to do anything that's super important. Yeah, Cesaro won the first one, which was kind of a head scratcher. You would think that Big Show would win, win the first one. Cesaro won it when he was a singles guy, and you know he's now found success with the bar. Uh, Baron Corbin won a couple years ago. He's been, you know, he had a good role the, as the constable. 
Yeah, Big Show won the year that we were there at 31. Um, he put Ms. Dow over the over the ropes to win. So Big Show won the second. Baron Corbin won the third. Then Mojo Raleigh won. Then it was Matt Hardy. And then obviously we're, we'll crown a new winner this weekend. Matt Hardy won last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I totally yeah. I had totally forgotten about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, EC3 uh, just because that's what I want. Or no, I'm gonna go Ali. I'm gonna go Mustafa Ali. As the winner yeah, here. I could see I could see that happening too, and that would be like a total underdog situation because he's so small. I can yep. I, I think that would be super cool. I think it's he, too obvious with won. with Braun to win to win it. You know, with with the the SNL guys involved, something's going to happen where they're you know yeah accidentally going to throw him out or you know something like that. They're going to pull him out or something. Um, it is crazy that two guys from Saturday Night Live are in the Battle Royal, but I guess that's what WrestleMania has kind of always been. And people complain about it. I'm like, man, this has been going on since WrestleMania 1. You know, it's, you can't. You know, we had Pete, yeah. Pete Rose getting tombstoned. We had uh, Burt They're Reynolds. always going to pull people. Yeah, I mean, they had Gronk come in and, you know, spear someone so it's it's always they're always going to pull people in that are not that are not like wrestling related right like it's just it's all about publicity it's all about getting getting more eyes on the product so i'm going with andrade on this i think uh, i think it would be a great spot for him to win who's got the best figure out of all of these guys here this is uh kind of tough andrade had that nice nxt basic uh which i picked up for the uh for the kid a little while ago Matt Hardy, of course, has had a ton of figures. He's got those new brood ringside collectibles coming out. Uh, it's tough. I mean, there's, a, there's yeah, a Bobby Roode. The entrance, the entrance greats. Bobby Roode. I really liked. I love. I thought that was a good figure. There, yeah, there's there's so many here that that would be good. I don't know. Yeah, that Bobby Roode one is really good. I, I I'm hoping that they find something to do with him going forward. Uh, just because it's, I guess they've split up that tag team now. Are they? Oh, they have? They've split up the Glorious ones? Well, Gable came out for that match with Kurt Angle and didn't use the Glorious music. True, but I think that was just a I think that was just a one off because yeah. of like their their, you know, Olympian backgrounds and, you know, being, you know, American heroes and all that stuff. So I think I think that was just a one off for, for Kurt, but I think the Glorious ones are still a thing. All right, you got Andrade, I got Ali, the battle of the uh the the one name wonders, I guess. Um cruiserweight championship buddy murphy with another long title reign the de, de, uh defends against tony niece in what should be a good match and uh he's kind of cycled through most of the names here in this 205 roster yeah even i mean any match with buddy murphy in it i think is going to be is going to bring the heat and be awesome um tony niece i mean this this match isn't the most compelling cruiserweight match on paper but it's going to be awesome to watch you know and he's been he's been the champ since october and i i don't think tony niece is the one to knock him off his pedestal just yet um i don't know who who or what it's going to take to take down buddy murphy but i definitely don't think mania is the stage to to knock buddy murphy down a peg no, it's probably the place to do the opposite and really kind of showcase right. him. And, and man, this we have this champion. He's awesome. You know, he, you know, Tony Nese is a is an awesome specimen, man. He's a great athlete. This is gonna be a fun match. But I'm gonna go Buddy Murphy as well. I don't know who is gonna take that title from him, but yeah, I, I hope they devote more time to that 205 Live brand because there's a lot of guys that are coming up that could fit on that show and kind of elevate it a little bit. So, yeah, for sure. Then we got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, this is a fatal four-way between uh, the Usos, The Bar, Nakamura and Rusev, and Blackashay. 
Um, and again, we, like we mentioned, Blackashay will have fought. I just made that name up. I don't know if that's really even a thing. But Blackashay will just they will have fought for all three different tag championships in the span of a week. And they will have fought for the NXT titles, um, the couple days before they go for the SmackDown tag team titles, which is pretty crazy. Um, but it is criminal that we're not getting the Usos versus the Hardys. I don't know why, you know, the, I feel like the Hardys have just like, they just have such a limited shelf life yet. Yeah. Like, why aren't they giving, why aren't they, you know, just go ahead and just capitalize. Like it would be so amazing. But since that's not what we're getting, we have to choose from what we've got. I'm saying the champions retain. I'm going with the Usos. Man, it's tough here. I, I do love I love the bar. I love that entrance. They have a, a cool, you know, they've they've quietly become one of the better tag teams of the last uh, five or six years. They've, they've yeah. really kind of stepped into their own. The Usos are who they are. They're always fun to watch. They they you know, they they haven't had that WrestleMania moment either. They're always in these four way matches. This is one of the first times I think they've come in as as champions. Um. But uh, yeah, it's tough to see, tough, tough to think that anyone is going to unseat them here. Uh, I do. I would like to see the the Hardys get a shot. I would love to see them in this match and throw Nakamura and Rusev in that battle royal or something. Yeah, but, uh, agree, agree. Yeah, it's just a hot, both of these tag team divisions. They 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 had so much promise, and then you know they just they're just not using these guys well enough. They really the 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 draft needs to happen. They need to just kind of shuffle all these teams around and kind of get things fresh i agree tag team wrestling in the wwe has been very monotonous as of late and it's sad because there's so there's so many amazing tag teams but again after mania i think they will shake things up when smackdown goes to um friday nights i think it will it'll shake things up because they're going to want to really put a lot of talent over there and uh, i think i think some we're going to see some new faces head that way Yep. All right. I'm going to go Usos as well. Let's move on to the Women's Tag Team Championship, uh, a.k.a. the time to go get some food from the kitchen. The, <laughs> bo- the Boston Hug Team, uh, the champions against the Mild Samoans, the Divas of Doom, and the Iconics. Um, yeah. There was a video floating around of, I think it was Peyton Royce and Sasha Banks uh, on Monday night trying to do some hip tosses off of like the middle rope, and it was just the worst wrestling I've ever seen. I am. This is probably the the least excited I've ever been for a WrestleMania match. This women's tag team division is not exciting. It's- oh man, I see. I I disagree. I have to disagree. I think um, you know, I, you know how I feel about the mild Samoans. I, I'm never excited to really watch them, but they are. They definitely add a different element to to this to these women and i think boss and hug we know they're going to be great the iconics are always good for entertainment and freaking beth phoenix looked really good i mean she i mean i don't know she doesn't look like she's missed a beat or been been retired if you will i mean she didn't have much ring rust i thought she looked great you know and natty is one of the best female talent that they have i mean technically she's one of the most sound wrestlers and i think it's going to be great uh, I disagree. I uh, I feel the exact opposite, but that's you know that's a good thing. I just uh, I don't know. I just don't see it. I think there's going to be some cool spots. They're they're going to have some things they can do with this many people in one one match, but it's going to be in a spot on the on the card where they're going to need a little bit of a break. Uh, I'm going to say Boston Hug retain here. Is there any yeah. way, is there any way they don't? No, I don't think there's there's any way that Boston Hug do not retain because um, it's just too early. It's just too early to take it off of them. I think they need to defend them a few more times and really give those those women tag titles some clout. And it's going to take someone. It's going to take more than a than a fatal four way to 
to dethrone them, I think. I think it's going to have to be a one-on-one, straight-up tag match. Uh, we haven't gotten any figures from the Iconics yet. I would say that probably the, the best wrestling figure out of this group is maybe that Elite 65 Nia Jax, which is, you know, with the, with the three heads. Yeah, the, the, I agree. The braids. It's a pretty... Uh, yeah. That, that head is pretty lifelike, so... Yeah, I agree. I that's probably my favorite figure out of all of the the women that are fighting. But <clears throat> I do love that spotlight, the the network spotlight Bailey. I love that ring gear. I hate that face sculpt, but I love the the ring gear, the gold and the white. I think that's just such an incredible figure. And I don't even think we gave our picks for the Usos. I love those Elite sixty four red gear Usos since I picked them to you win do? the SmackDown you tag. Like those? Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't, I just want like a cl- like the Usos are like when they were the the day one ish like this yeah. like so cool but like the last couple of leads they've come out with have been like almost like a year behind kind of what they're wearing at this point they they had a a set of basics that were really good with like kind of like the the black and white outfits i just just the red the red and white just look i don't know i don't know why i don't like them it's just like kind of like a waiter at an italian restaurant or something oh man god you really uh, hitting hard i know no big uh big lots has those figures and they're, they're doing 20 percent off this weekend just if you have a big nice. a big lots nearby uh they have that whole set of elites so yeah, you can get them for like eight bucks not a bad awesome deal. Um, but yeah yeah good call with that the nakamura elite is really nice too that's i've seen that kind of the price dropping on that one i forget what series that's from with the with the red red and black jacket yeah, that that's a sick figure. And then, um, let's see. I want, I want to borrow elite uh, figures. I mean, they they've made those guys a lot, but I want I want like the the purple camouflage or you know the 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 military jacket like type looks. They haven't really they haven't really done the bar, and they've been around. They've been together for long enough. I'm surprised they have we haven't gotten some cool elites from them yet. Yeah, that Nakamura you were talking about is Elite 63. Okay, cool. Yeah, Elite 63 Nakamura. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm going with Boston Hug. They're definitely going to retain. Let's move on to the U.S. Championship. This one one could be a surprise because uh, apparently Mysterio got hurt. As if we needed another reason to loathe Baron Corbin this weekend. He, uh, Ray Mysterio, got hurt an ankle injury during raw against Baron Corbin. So they, they I guess it's just going to like, they're going to make a judgment call on Sunday and pick someone else. I guess if, if Ray Mysterio can't, can't wrestle, but as of right now, you know, as it stands, Ray Mysterio is going to have, you know, Dominic at ringside, um, you know, him and Samoa Joe, are going to go head to head. So I definitely think Samoa Joe is going to retain here. If, if it ends up being someone else, I would like to see Andrade, yeah, maybe Ke- Kevin Owens would be a good one too. That'd be a Ooh, couple that's shit a kickers good, in the ring. That's a good call. That's a good call, Kevin Owens. I wasn't even thinking about him. So yeah, that would be a really, really good call. Yeah, what's he? What's he doing on this card? I mean, he was just in the main event at uh, Fastlane. Nothing. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a spot. So yeah, that would be perfect. I mean, not that I, I hate to see Rey Mysterio get kicked out, but yeah, if they do, that would be a good person to slide into that spot yeah wwe just tweeted today about like kind of going through like a photo gallery of ray mysterio's best entrance outfits and he had like the captain america and the headdress and all that stuff so i I don't know that's uh that's definitely interesting that uh mysterio if he can't go it's it's i don't know this is another thrown together feud anyway so it's not going to mean too much but ray mysterio just like the hardys doesn't have a, a huge shelf life left here in the wwe 
So, uh, you know, it will be nice to have him have that moment one more time. But, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm picking Samoa Joe, but um, I have to say my favorite, like my favorite figure of this, we just got in that Rey Mysterio, the Halloween Havoc Rey Mysterio, um, where he's got like the Riddler costume or costume ring gear on, and it's so freaking awesome. That is a cool looking figure. Is How does it look out of the package? Well, we haven't unboxed it yet. We're saving it for Unboxing Mania, but as soon as we unbox it, we'll be putting up some photos and stuff. How how uh I don't know what the name of it is, but the the Rey Mysterio kind of like tribal head headdress figure. I'm trying to f- look it up right now. That that is like one of my favorite figures of all time. I think it's an entrance grades figure, uh, with like the uh, the the big peacock type of hat on. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. I'll, I'll post. Oh, it is show. entrance grades. Yeah, yeah, it is entrance grades. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's my I favorite. That's an old school one too. But uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, both of these guys can go. It'll be a good match, but I won't be upset if Mysterio gets replaced for somebody else, and uh, I don't know when they'll make that announcement. I'm, I'm interested to see what, what the stage is going to look like for WrestleMania. Usually they do that in the days leading up to WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be seeing, like, behind the scenes. I'm sure people will be tweeting, and, you know, we'll be posting those as they come out. But, yeah, I'm excited, too. I always love the WrestleMania, like, seeing it being built and what it ends up looking like, especially as, like, the sun goes down and it gets dark and all the lighting and all that stuff. I love it. This is where the card turns into basically an episode of Raw. We have uh, Bobby Lashley <laughs> defending the Intercontinental Championship against the uh, the demon Finn Balor, which is, it would be cool to have the demon out. He didn't bring the demon out for the title match against Brock, but he did. He is bringing it out here against Bobby Lashley. Um, I will never understand why he did not bring out the demon against Brock. Like, if you were going to bring out the demon against anyone, why not against Brock when you have a title shot? I will never understand that. But we are getting the demon, which will be super made for people who have never gotten to see that entrance before. It's it's incredible. I know um, you said you didn't. We were doing our entrance greats or our entrance music um, podcast, and you were like you didn't like the heartbeat or how it kind of slowly built. But man, when you see it in person, it's so sick. Yeah, this it is. I mean, he takes the time to really put put the thought in that costume and that entrance, and it's pretty pretty mage so i think there's yeah. there's no doubt he wins the title here right i mean you can't no doubt the demon yeah the demon has never been beaten you just don't you don't beat the demon so and especially bobby lashley is not going to beat the demon so we're going to see a new intercontinental champion um leaving leaving and i'm, I'm pumped so uh, my favorite demon figure is elite 41 finn from you know it was just perfect from the jump it's like the original demon um it's at the time it was probably the best figure that mattel had ever done i just remember being like so just gobsmacked when i saw that figure so elite 41 finn uh, if you haven't seen it definitely google it because it's like you're you're just classic finn balor demon actually have one of those to give away which well we will do uh, next next week we'll announce a giveaway for that but that's the nxt uh style finn balor elite 41 uh i have an extra one of those so we're going to give that away so even after this pete dunn giveaway guys we're going to keep giving away stuff sheena gives away some cool stuff i'm giving away some cool stuff this is uh you know we, we reward people who uh support us and listen to our podcast each and every yeah. week so uh so be on the lookout for that uh, I know Bobby Lashley is probably going to get a figure pretty soon. What what do you see his future going forward here? He's kind of, I mean, I guess they they want to have him in 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 some title picture somewhat because he has has a great look, obviously, and he, you know, not to get too political or too racial here, but he's 
the only African American guy. I guess Kofi now in the in the title picture is good, but yeah. but uh, for a long time it was basically Lashley is the only guy you can put on a poster and people would know who he is besides the New Day. So um, I'm sure he has some draw. He's not the the best guy on the mic, but I like Leo Rush with him. Yeah, I I mean I think he's just gonna stay in that you know maybe maybe go for the U.S. title um, after this, but yeah I don't think I don't think he's going for any sort of heavyweight championship run after this or anything but uh yeah i'm not i'm not always super hype on bobby lashley so whatever happens with him i'll be happy if i if i don't see him it's not going to bother me at all sadly kurt angle versus baron corbin the match you'll be telling your grandkids about this is kurt angle's farewell match my favorite wrestler of all time but he is uh not what he used to be he has been put on some pretty decent matches over the last couple of weeks on raw but uh, i don't think there's any way he loses this match here Let's say you, Sheena. Um, I don't think he's gonna lose. I think he's definitely gonna beat Kurt Angle, or if he's gonna, definitely gonna beat Baron Corbin. Excuse me. Um, and I, I mean, I got like I loved like. Did you get choked up watching that Kurt Angle farewell package on was, Monday? Yeah, it was like, really that, good. Yeah, it was just like so emotional. Then it like cut back to Kurt. I like I yelled up to Heel Husband. Heel Husband was upstairs um, doing something. I said, "You got to come down and see this." You know, I was like, "Kurt's gonna be bawling his eyes out when the camera gets back on him." Sure enough, the ca- the camera cut back to Kurt, and he was bawling his eyes out. Um, so I think they are gonna send send Kurt out in a blaze of glory, and I think I think he's definitely gonna win this. Hopefully, I mean, it sounds like everything everything is gonna go Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle, um, even despite us kind of being like what the hell is happening here and hoping that someone would intervene and it still may happen, but yeah, if it's just straight up Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin, there's no way he's losing. There has to be some point in this card so far. We've gone through most of the matches here where there's a, a funny finish or somebody a run in or, or something that happens. What is there anything that we can point out right now? That's going to be like kind of out of the ordinary because you know, everything seems pretty straightforward here. I don't know. Maybe, Delita and Trish get involved with the women's tag team championship, set up something there going forward, or does Dominic turn on his dad? I mean, this is WrestleMania. I mean, we had we had the we had DX versus the NWO at one point in that. Yeah, uh, you know. So I mean, there's well, that that's the thing. You just never know what they have up their sleeve for mania, you know? And it's, sometimes it's just so unpredictable. Like you said, we're going down this car, we're like, yep, this is just like a regular pay-per-view. You know, this is, this looks like it's going to you know go this way. This looks like it's going to go that way. But with mania, like it's so unpredictable. I mean, they could call in whoever they wanted. I mean, people that we don't even have on our radar right now, and they could come in and get involved in any one of these matches. And that's what's, that's what makes mania exciting. That's what makes it the grandest stage of them all. Just because, you have no idea like what you're going to see when you go and watch WrestleMania. Uh, so we're both saying Kurt Angle here? Yep, definitely. And I love if we're going to talk about our favorite figure, that elite uh, 59 Kurt with the red hoodie and, you know, just all-American Olympian Kurt. I love, I think that figure is probably his best figure. I mean, the Milk Mania set is super incredible, but I love the elite 59 Kurt as a standalone. Yeah, we had that on our top ten list of 2018, and that's a great figure. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of the, uh, the elite that came out recently. I think that was what 65. Yeah. 65. Yeah, it was just kind of a, I don't know. Elite 66. Sorry. Elite 66. I, I thought it was good. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think it's bad. No, it's not what bad. do you not like about it? I don't know. Just the outfit is not. It's more of a current day. Kurt Angle, I guess. Yeah, it kind of looks more like a superhero than a, than a wrestler or an Olympian, huh? Yeah. 
If I if I am going to collect one wrestler's figures, I think it might have to be Kurt Angle. But uh, well, that's that's a story for another show. But I'm, I'm that's that's now that my collections are kind of kind of uh, getting to a a, calm, a climax here. I think I'm going to I want to go with just with one guy and just get all of his figures. And I think with some 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 people like Shawn Michaels, that'd be pretty tough. I think with Kurt Angle, you could probably do it since he was away for so long. For sure, for sure. Next up on the car, we have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. And this is a mania crowd. So you have to remember, you know, we've been watching the Raw and SmackDown crowds, you know, cheering Roman, defeating leukemia. But I'm wondering, I'm very curious to see if the mania crowd here will actually cheer Roman or if they will boo Roman. And maybe they'll just boo him out of respect, you know, just like, hey, this is what we do. This is what we always do done this is what you know this is how we handle roman reigns but in this match i definitely don't think there's any way it's going to be an incredible match overall i mean these these guys are going to tear each other's heads off um and they they both just look incredible you know they're just both just very powerful looking beings and i think um i don't think there's any way wwe is going to let someone talk shit about cancer and then win at mania you know i i agree i think there's going to be something this is the first match i can see something happen happening here with with uh dean ambrose coming in and and causing a false finish or you know this being like a double count out and and elongating this feud into the next couple pay-per-views or something but yeah uh i think there's no way roman reigns can just lose outright as much as they want to make drew mcintyre kind of the the top heel here going forward which i love i think he's just got the look i don't remember he just looks like three feet taller than he was when he was first around you know, yeah, with, for with, sure. With a clean shaven face, he just looks like a total badass man. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Mania crowd will, will cheer for him. I think we'll get a pretty cool entrance from Roman Reigns. Yeah, they'll they'll do a killer video package, like tugging at your heartstrings and you know making you making you relive all the the Roman announcement and then his epic comeback and all of those things. So I'm I'm excited to watch this match. I definitely think Roman Reigns is winning. And um, as far as his figures, the new like the newer the Elite 65, I love that figure mostly just because it comes with the Shaka hands, the interchangeable hands that have like the Shaka. That's that's why I love that figure so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. It, I love it. He's got the red vest. The only, the only problem with the Roman Reigns figures is they're all you know, basically the same thing. But yeah, the red vest is a nice little touch on that Elite sixty five. And uh, for yeah, sure, I like the Shaka hands too. He's got that white title. It's pretty pretty slick. Is that Intercontinental title too? That's Intercontinental yep, title. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a nice run he had with the Intercontinental title. For sure. And then we got our um, our buddy Elias, who is the the official musical performance of WrestleMania. And I don't know what's going to happen with this, but something's got to go down, right? You... Yankees joke. Um, New Jersey joke. Yeah. Right. Undertaker yeah, music. Gonna... I was thinking I was thinking Undertaker could actually interrupt him, but I don't know how, how plausible that would actually be, but um I could totally see that happening in Undertaker coming in and interrupting Elias. I mean, could we see someone like a like KO or Bray Wyatt here? So, I mean, that would be awesome. I, if I, Bray Wyatt would be I would be very happy to see to see Bray Wyatt come back. And I would actually be I would actually be into a Bray Wyatt and Elias feud. Yeah. I mean yeah, that would elevate at least one of them. At least one of them would yeah. go over. You know, they seem to both be kind of stepping stones for people. I I, I do think you would they should use it for someone like that instead of an Undertaker or Cena as much as that would get a pop. It's not yeah. going to do anything for anybody because those guys aren't staying around. They're not doing anything. So um, 
It would be funny just to have a, a full Elias performance with no interruptions at all. Just the yeah, like it had always led up to like him not wanting people to interrupt him, and then finally on the grandest stage of them all, he goes uninterrupted. That would be pretty awesome too. I could totally see something like that happening. Um, it'll probably let us down though, and it'll be like Lacey Evans comes out and <laughs> and, inter- and interrupts him at Mania, and I'll just like pull my hair out. Is but she, is she even in the women's battle royal? No, no, not oh, yet. I mean, okay. we, yeah, not not yet. She hasn't been announced yet, but there, you know, you, I'm sure we will see her. There's no way that we don't see her. Um, and if I'm picking my favorite Elias figure, it's got to be that most recent entrance greats. Oh yeah, Elias. It's so sick. The guitar. It's like the first time we've had a guitar that wasn't just like the brown, you know, uh, yeah. breakaway guitar. And he's got like the tan pants and like the really like bohemian scarf and wrist wraps. I that figure is so sick. For sure, totally agree. Uh, I think we see, I think we see a Cena or Undertaker appearance here at some point. I don't know the last time we've had a. There was a stat about the last time Re- the, the Undertaker was not at WrestleMania. It might have been like two thousand. I think it was two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been it's been quite a while. I do want to ask you a little bit of a trivia question here. This is right off the uh, off the spot, so I'm calling you. Oh uh, God. There's been three. We've talked about one of them, but there's been three people that have won the. Intercontinental and the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Can you name those three people who have won the Intercontinental and the WWE title at WrestleMania? Yep, it should be. This should be pretty at easy different at different WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah, different it, it, at some point in their career. Oh, so Daniel Bryan. Yep, we talked about him. Okay, Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't know. You got me stumped. Really. Oh, I, Mom, I mean, you know, like I'm not, I'm not good at on the spot. I am a mom brain central. Like I don't, I can't be trivi, triviaed. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give them you to you, and you're gonna kick yourself right now. It's it's Bret Hart who won the Intercontinental title from uh, Roddy Roddy oh Piper. My, and then, oh my then god! And your boy Seth Rollins. Oh my god! See, this is why you can't just put me on the spot. <laughs> I overthink. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, I, man, she she's going to get this in 2 seconds because it's two of the three of her favorite wrestlers of all time. Well, the uh, question was confusing the, the I'm way you sorry, asked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, right. it's god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can kick yourself for that. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, a uh, one of the few matches they've really built up really well with some great promos over the last couple weeks on SmackDown, even as far as uh, AJ Styles bringing up some some failed drug tests last uh, the other night on SmackDown. It's gonna be a good match. Yeah. I don't know who I don't know who goes I've, over here. Yeah, I've loved the build for this. I just kind of like you know the indie darling versus the WWE thoroughbred kind of like back and forth, and they've both just been on top of their games with their with their promos. And I, I am super hyped for this match. And for a match that literally has no stakes, like no championship stakes, I think it could be one of the better matches of the night. Yeah, I don't know where they put this match on the card. Uh, maybe I would say it's going to be one of the fir- one of the earlier matches of the night to not kind of distract from these title matches, the Triple H match, and all that. But oh, I'm going to go AJ Styles. I feel like they're they're going to start to maybe start a program with him and Daniel Bryan after this. He's going to be kind of elevated. Maybe move Randy Orton over to Raw after after uh, WrestleMania. But I'm going to say AJ Styles goes over. Yeah, I agree. I think AJ Styles is definitely is definitely winning this one, but you can never count out Randy Orton. That's the thing about him. He I mean, he's always one to just pull off the surprise, but I am pulling for AJ Styles for sure. 
So we talked about this over the last couple of weeks. We, we've picked Finn Balor, we've picked Kurt Angle, we've picked Roman Reigns, we've picked AJ Styles. You know, it's 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 always it never happens how we think it's going to happen. So it's be interesting to see how many of these matches go the opposite direction. Um, Triple H versus Batista. I don't know if this was this no hold bar, no holds barred, or just a yeah unsanctioned. Yeah, I know it's yeah, it's it's no holds barred. It's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be like you know they're going to beat the hell out of each other. Like I like I said earlier, but um, I thought it was awesome. The Batista's promo on Tuesday was amazing. Like they aired a video package, and then he literally just came out and said, "Kiss my ass, Triple H," and I thought it was perfect. Um, you know, and I, I think. I think it would be better if Triple H's retirement wasn't on the line because it would make it a little less obvious who was going to win. I think Triple H is definitely going over in this match. Um, but I, I think it's going to be one hell of a match, and I'm excited to have Batista back on the card. I am too. I, I think he adds a, a big name factor, and it's just, uh, you know, I don't think Triple H has ever beaten Batista in a one-on-one match. I saw that somewhere on Twitter today, which is pretty interesting. So I think Triple H goes over here. Do you say differently? Nope, Triple H. All right, wow. All right, we're in, in agreement pretty much all the way through here. WWE Championship match, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, there's no way that Kofi Mania has not happened and Kofi doesn't get his his moment in the sun. I think it's just... It, it's If it wasn't for it being a direct result of the fans' appreciation of Kofi's hard work and dedication, I think maybe Daniel could win. But at the same time, like the, the fans are going to freaking tear down MetLife Stadium if Kofi loses. Wow. All right. Well, this is our first disagreement. I'm saying Daniel Bryan wins here. I feel no like, I feel way. Like, I feel like Woods or Big E is going to turn on him inside with Daniel Bryan for some reason, and we're we're going to. I think they they have too much invested in Daniel Bryan here. I feel like they're. I don't know. I just feel like he's he's going to be the guy going forward. And as much as I don't I would, know, I would love to see Kofi win, but. Yeah, I think, you know, the thing about Kofi is like he's the everyman, you know, I think everybody relates to him He's you know, working day in and day out. And all he wants is a little damn recognition and, you know, his time in the spotlight and everyone can relate to that. And you can't manufacture that. You know, it's not something that you can just create in a storyline um, because it has to be legitimate. And if, if they don't put him over, people are going to lose their minds because in, in the in the two months that Kofi has been you know on his meteoric rise to the top i mean it makes it makes us feel like we've been cheering for him all along or at least that's how i feel i feel like i've been like kofi's biggest fangirl like his whole career and i'm like man you know it's only been like two months but i feel like i'm like so behind kofi and that just doesn't happen all the time you know i think it and i think it's ironic that these two were going head to head because daniel bryan had that same experience you know just kind of like really getting pushed by the fans and really like the fans weren't going to take no for an answer you know and when it came to daniel bryan coming up against insurmountable odds he overcame and that's kind of what kofi he's he's went up against these insurmountable odds and he's overcame and i don't know why they wouldn't let him you know get to the mountaintop at this point yeah i mean it's it's so similar to that daniel bryan storyline from WrestleMania 30 is kind of hearkening back to that. and Maybe they pay it off the same way. I just have a gut feeling that this is one direction they can go to, to let the heel win and, you know, keep it on him and have Kofi keep chasing it. So, No, I think um, 
I, I think after his promo on Tuesday, it was even better than his promo against Vince where he was talking about, you know, having to miss out on all of his life events and things like that because of WWE. I mean, he literally told Daniel Bryan, like, you know how all this feels. Like, you know this feeling and, you know, you've been here and you're scared because you know I'm ready, right? And, like, he's he's alluding to, like, Daniel Bryan, like, you knew you were ready to win the title and you won the title and, like, that's where I'm at right now. So, you know, watch yourself. And I think I think it's going to be epic. Right, I'm going with Elite Series 28 for Daniel Bryan with the uh, the yes yes sign. It's kind of right around that WrestleMania 30 time. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite fig of his. I'm going with the uh, the Bootios three pack. I love the uh, the the I love all the figures from that um, from that set. But I mean, if I have to pick one, I mean, I love all the New Day in that set. So that, obviously, that's my favorite my favorite Kofi too in the gold in the gold gear. Just so so sick. Those are nice. Hell yeah, those are really good. Uh, let's move forward here to our next match. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins, which, you know, in any other year would probably be the main event and close the show, but it doesn't this year. And uh, we, we saw on the go-home episode of Raw, we saw Seth Rollins kind of going over on Brock. Does that scare you a little bit? You know, it it doesn't scare me. Um, I was actually ta- talking to Hill Husband about that the other day. I, or I was like, you know, this is not good. Like, Seth is standing tall at the end of the go-home show, so that probably means he's going to lose on Sunday. And we looked up a statistic, and I was like, actually, that doesn't happen. Like, I feel like when it does happen, you know, we remember it. But when it doesn't happen, we, you just don't you don't think about it. But I was thinking to myself, like, that's not a good sign. But ultimately, I feel like up until like a, like a couple weeks or a month or so ago, I thought, like, there's no way that Seth Rollins can lose this, right? It just felt like... Like it would be an impossibility. But the thing that worries me is that Kofi and Becky are both a product of the fans and the people. And Seth, you know, he's been consistently one of the best performers in the company. So I think it can feel like, well, we can pull the trigger on Seth Rollins at any time. Whereas Becky and Kofi, like we got to strike while the iron's hot on these guys or or it's all lost. So I feel like this this unfortunate chain of events has come along and Roman's return has come along. And I think that really changed a lot of the dynamic between Seth and Brock. And if anyone can lose out of the three big matches, I think it would be Seth. And I mean, I'm pulling for Seth. I think he's going to win, but I would not be surprised if they let Brock win this one. You're setting yourself up for, to avoid the uh, ultimate, uh, disappointment, huh? I I think I don't know. I I think Brock is Brock's time is over. I think maybe they move him over to SmackDown once they go go to Fox. But yeah, I mean they've they've the slaying the beast thing has kind of been over. Maybe maybe Dean gets involved in this match instead of the Roman match. I could see that happening. Uh, something. I don't know. I think if, if they're gonna let Seth win, I think it's gonna be undeniable. I think it's gonna be Seth goes over Brock clean. Um. What scares me is that it could be like they could have like that WrestleMania nine ending kind of in place where, you know, Brock beats Seth and then Roman comes out to like help help Brock. And then Paul Heyman's all hype and he like gets all cocky and he's like, you know what, Roman, like we'll take you right now, too. And then oh, Roman. Win- yeah. Then then Roman wins the uh, the belt. And I like that. Would, I mean, I would be happy for Roman, but I would be absolutely gutted for Seth Rollins. So I hope that's not the case. Um, I hope it's just a, a freaking, you know, slobber knocker. And we see Brock Lesnar eating a curb stomp at the end of the night. That would be great. Yeah. I think you can still, 
still make Brock look strong, losing to Seth Rollins. They've had some some good matchups over the years. That was a really good – I think it was a triple threat match at a Royal Rumble with John Cena, which was a really good match. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite figure out of these two guys? I have, a, I have a really easy one off the top of my head. Oh, mine is definitely the White Ranger Rollins from SummerSlam. Like, that is my, my all-time favorite um, – Seth Rollins like it was the first time that he'd worn anything other than just like black gear and I remember when he came out like just being like holy shit like Seth Rollins is wearing all white and he looks like a Power Ranger this is awesome that is a pretty that's a super major dope fig as you would say you said on one of our last episodes um, <laughs> I'm going with the Wrestlemania 31 Toys R Us exclusive uh, Money in the Bank Elite and, nice. Uh, just because of you know, that's one of my favorite WrestleMania moments. We'll get into that a little bit later here on the show. But uh, a great figure, and this you know kind of catapulted him into uh, the main event status. So uh, we both have Seth winning here, but we're both kind of cautiously optimistic. I would say. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Our bold, uh, our final match of the night, I should say, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line. Ronda Rousey. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Whew, man, a lot to dig into here. This has been a, uh, a long build. We had Charlotte added to the match, and then everything came together on Monday night with, when all hell broke loose, and uh, Charlotte kicked Bronda in the face. We had cop cars involved, and there was kicking and screaming and hitting, and, and maybe one of the best setups for a, uh, a title match we've seen in recent history, man. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it was so crazy because after months of convoluted storytelling and just like crazy angles that pretty much just like dampened the flame that was like once a scorching hot feud, like this little 20 minute segment on Raw legitimately like was able to bring back all of those feels heading into Mania and it made it feel like it was it was undeniable that this should be the main event and I was like I thought that was really super cool how they did that because they could have just I mean it would have been an amazing match either way but they could have just rolled it into Mania and been like yeah we're making history here we're putting women in the main event but they were like you know what like I feel like we've drug our feet on this we need to like kick it up a notch for the go home show and it was incredible yeah they definitely did it was it was really cool I'm huh, man uh, I think Ronda loses the belt. I think they've added Charlotte in here for a little bit of a spice. But if it was me, I would not give the belt to Becky. I think you, you it's a stone cold scenario, you know, perfectly. What? I, I just think it's it's better to have her keep chasing it and you know, have her get screwed once again and have Charlotte win the belt and be the undisputed champion and then you have a you know, a one-on-one feud going forward if Ronda takes some time off. I don't know. I I mean, I see where you're coming from. I mean, you can never count Charlotte out in those history-making events. I mean, she, you know, beat Becky and Sasha at 33 to become the first ever women's champion and, like, the like got rid of the butterfly belt. And, I mean, she's she's definitely, I mean, at, at the upper echelon of women wrestlers in the world. But... There's no way, there is no way that Becky is not leaving there the champion. Because the thing about Becky's, we've seen Becky's flame can go out, right? We've seen her kind of like stumble and like not be able to like keep her, keep her energy, right? So yeah. they've got it, they've got it back. So they've got to capitalize on it now. I mean, it, it could be like the freaking Braun Strowman syndrome. If they never, if they don't capitalize on Becky now, she will just get dragged out and like it 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 will never work this way again. Yeah, it'll get tired and people will ca- stop caring. The, you know. Yes. 
There's going to be no shortage of opportunities to put a title belt on Charlotte at big events. I think you have to you have to capitalize on Becky right now. No, I totally agree. Uh, I'm going to still stick with Charlotte, but I would I would think if it was me, I would give it to Becky Lynch and let her run with it. She's deserved it, and and people kind of crap on her a little bit. Her her promos have been great. She's done really good with so- social media, kind of promoting everything. I'm, I'm interested to see what Ronda does after losing the belt. If she sticks around, maybe if it, if we build this toward a, a four horsewoman match at SummerSlam, if if Shayna Baszler comes up on Monday night, we'll we'll see. But uh, there's a lot of moving parts here for sure. And uh, I know, but my thing about that is I've heard I've heard a lot of people saying stuff like that. But I mean, Charlotte and Becky have been like mortal enemies, you know. So why would why would they team up just to go against the four horsewomen of, you know, the MMA? I don't, I feel like I would not buy into that. I mean, maybe I would, but my initial gut reaction is like, I don't want to see that right now. I don't want to see that right now. This is off the top of my head. You show uh, Sasha and Bailey gotten beat up in the back and nobody knows who does it. And then at the end we see Rhonda and Shayna Baszler have been the ones to do it. And Becky and uh, Charlotte put aside their differences and team up against them. And then that's it. You could do that in one night. And they and then they lock pinkies and they become, you know, uh, best of friends again, once again. No. no but they lock pinkies, but then they give each other, like, you know, they both start shaking a little bit harder and they both stare in each other's eyes. And, you you know, you get like that, okay, we're friends now, but I don't like you, you know, kind of thing. But Oh, my gosh. A lot, a lot yeah. of ways you can go. A lot of ways you can go, for sure. Um, bonus prediction here. Who will be the first person out on Monday night? Kick off the uh, show. I think, I think I, it's got to be Becky. I mean, if they're making history with Becky, um, and I, I mean, let's, this is all assuming that Becky wins both titles, then Becky's going to be the first person out on Monday Night Raw. Oh, I'll go a little bit different. I'll say Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth Rollins was my initial reaction, but yeah. at the yeah. same time, like like I said, it was. I think. Um, I definitely think since really it doesn't matter what show. I mean, Becky's been on both shows for the last several months. Um, that it's Becky's going to come out and you know just really be like you know drive home the fact that she did it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's a it's a toss up because I think I just don't want anybody besides the authority. You know, I don't want to see I don't want to see Stephanie out there. I don't want to see Triple H out there. I want it to be. Kind of, I don't think kind of, they will. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. Uh, we got a couple okay. good uh, listener questions from uh, my damn toys. Uh, I think we're gonna hold some of the listener mail off till next week. You think you're cool with that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to, um, you know, get get my damn toys. And then we have one from um, one of our awesome Patreons, Marco Denton, sent us a really nice email. But yeah, we have so many listener mails that I think we're gonna just push all those to next week um, and get to you guys then. But I definitely want to shout out my dude at my damn toys. He sent us in a listener mail that says, "What is your favorite mania?" Uh, match of all time and what is your favorite mania show of all time i'll let you go first on this phil wow my favorite mania match is tough it's probably going to be stone it's a toss-up between owen hart and bret hart and stone cold and bret hart 
Uh, well, that's funny. Those are those are mine. No, so are you serious? Do, are you can, serious? Yeah, I legitimately, yeah, I had uh, WrestleMania 13 was first, and then 10 was was second. So, um, yeah, both of those are incredible matches. I mean, I, I think it's undeniable. I mean, everybody's gonna have their favorite, but if you're being unbiased and you're like legitimately just looking at amazing technical wrestling, like you have to put those. I mean, those are gotta be in everybody's top five. Am I wrong? No, they're they're really good. WWE.com put out an article, I think it was today, uh, the top 35 matches of all time from WrestleMania. They had Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels number one, but mm. uh, that Bret Hart-Stone Cold match was number three, I believe, and that uh, Bret Hart-Owen Hart match was number nine. So, you know, there was definitely yeah. a cool list uh, to see, and I'm going to go back and watch some of these matches. My, my top WrestleMania overall, it's tough, man. I loved X7. I loved WrestleMania 20. Uh, WrestleMania 21 was good. There was a couple really good years there. It's 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 tough to to pinpoint one man. It really is. Yeah, I got to go with uh, WrestleMania 31 as my all time favorite show. It was my first ever WrestleMania that I got to see in person. Seth Rollins cashed in, um, you know, to win the the heavyweight championship at the end of the night. And I mean, there was no better way to end WrestleMania. And it was an awesome show. I mean, the NWO came out. We had some serious, seriously awesome matches throughout the night. I mean, Rusev rode a tank down to the oh, to the ring. Awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. So I, I would have to say my all-time favorite WrestleMania was WrestleMania 31. Uh, our buddy Twist of Wayne on Twitter, he's one of our Patreon subscribers. He says his favorite match ever is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Macho Man WrestleMania 3. However, I think Hi. Ultimate Warrior returning to save Hogan at WrestleMania 8 might have been my favorite biggest mark out moment ever man that was a that was a huge mark out moment man when that when that music hit man the the, the roof of that place popped off so thank yeah you, it's 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 crazy to get moments like that now you know what i'm saying like it's hard to re- get moments like that i actually posted uh the hardy boys return the other night whenever we were talking about like also it was like two years ago yesterday and i posted it and like to hear pops like that like it is just it's insane to like actually be a part of that and when you do get to be a part of one of those wrestlemania moments like that it, it's unforgettable um but definitely i was going to mention if you don't follow my damn toys please follow him he's super awesome he's on instagram at my damn toys but he does most of his work over on youtube puts together some incredible like like fig fed matches so if you're into that sort of thing um you definitely need to check out my damn toys because he's friend of chick foley and i mean just a super super talented guy um next i wanted to read this really super nice email from um one of our awesome patreons marco denton he says hey sheena and phil i just wanted to let you know that i really enjoyed the best entrance theme bracket you did exclusively for patreon so much so that i was inspired to create two playlists on spotify one consisting of a bracket um of the bracket entries and the other is music that i hear you play sometimes at the end of the show if anyone wants to listen just search mark music chick foley show podcast playlist and in and best entrance theme due to licensing not all themes were available i made sure all the necessary plugins uh, plugs are in the description i can pin them to my twitter as well um and that's all i have for now talk to you soon and he's on twitter at inglorious gent so um definitely follow him and grab that spotify playlist because you'll be able to see what our what our bracket was for the for the chick Billy show exclusive patreon episode what a what a badass marco denton is man put a put yeah. a playlist together on spotify of all of our songs and uh that's pretty cool i'm looking at the uh the music now he's got all the songs that we've played you know it's a six or seven songs here from uh some intros some outros uh some cool, yeah. cool stuff, man. You got the Mandy Rose song here. You got my 
my one of my sleeper songs, the uh, the Maria Canales True Love song. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why I love gosh. that song so much. It's so great. <laughs> That's yeah. so awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Marco. I think it's time, Sheena. I think it's time to give away that that oh so sweet Pete Dunn figure that we've been talking about for so long. Yep. Somebody's gonna win it. All right. So here's how we did it. I uh, compiled a list of everyone uh, on our Patreon. If you had subscribed to us, whether you gave $1 or $100 or $5,000, you uh, are on this list here. And uh, I just told Sheena the total number of people from 1 to 222. Everyone, Every dollar that you've contributed is uh, listed here as one of the numbers. So you have as many entries as you've contributed. And Sheena is going to run a randomizer on her computer. Uh, and just pick a number. She doesn't have the names. She doesn't know anything of what I've done so far. So she's just going to pick a random number, and I'm going to read the name, and I'm going to get that uh, Pete Dunn figure sent out to you. So uh, go ahead, Sheena, without any further ado. Drum roll, please. (laughs) All right, and the winner is lucky number 149. 149. Let's see who that is. That is Tyler Boylinger. Tyler, what? congratulations, awesome. dude. Oh, man. Good dude. Yes. Good brother. Good Twitter follower. Uh, Tyler, I will get that figure out to you ASAP. And uh, thank you, guys. And I know some people on this list, hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm, we're honest with ourselves. Some people signed up for this. Specific, specific, take a shot. Specific, specifically. Specifically. Yeah. Pacific Oceanly to... Uh, get this Pete Dunn figure. We are we are going to do more of these giveaways uh, pretty regularly. I mean, Sheena's doing some for those the Sami Zayn and the Kane figures. I have some for next week uh, that Finn Balor NXT uh, elite figure. So uh, it pays to be a Patreon subscriber. You get extra episodes from us. You get the show notes emailed to you. Uh, we're gonna do a live chat during WrestleMania on the Slack chat app. It's basically just a a way to communicate via. Uh, messaging with us so yeah uh, a couple of our subscribers are eligible for that so a ton of cool stuff going on and um i hope you guys stick around we're going to do some cool giveaways and uh, we appreciate your support for sure so tyler uh shoot me the uh shoot me your address in the dms and we'll get that figure out to you bro yeah and i actually just got a whole bag of um, action figures from one of our our local oahu elite squad members at shampoo model so he's one of our our local figure fam that you know we all hunt together and look for figures together and he donated some super sweet figures to the show so we'll be doing flash giveaways during wrestlemania so stay tuned to the rest or to the chick-fil-a instagram uh, because we'll be giving those away on sunday during the show so and like i said we'll just pop them up they're going to be flash giveaways so you got to keep checking back and you know hopefully good luck to all those who enter and all those who get some sweet figs over the weekend co-hosts are eligible for those figures sheena what's the rule go for it yeah it's totally (laughs) it's totally it's totally unbiased okay cool i'm gonna set up a bunch of burner accounts (laughs) chick foley fan 102 chick foley fan 103 yeah, make sure those burner accounts rate, subscribe, and review to the show as oh, well. 100%. Yeah, that's all I do at work anymore, you know. <laughs> uh, shoot us an email if you guys have any questions or concerns. AskChickFoley at gmail.com. Hope you enjoyed our WrestleMania preview show. Where are you spending WrestleMania this year, Sheena? Here at the house with the baby face. It's just such a long show. Um, it's really not conducive to get out and be anywhere public because – I don't want to have to leave in the middle of the show. It's I feel like if you're not going to watch it, if you're not going to watch it actually at WrestleMania, being 
at someone's house or in your own house is the best place to watch it. I can't imagine watching WrestleMania in like a public venue where there's all kinds of just everybody, right? I feel like you have to really focus in and watch the matches. So I like being at home. Yeah, I, I do enjoy watching pay-per-views at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. They have an awesome setup. They have one of those places where they have so many TVs you can't even like not miss an, a moment of the action because there's a TV in everywhere you look. But uh, I'm going to be spending it with some of the buddies from the Baltimore Leafs squad. Brandon Bentley is going to have us over his house. And uh, I, I'm going to spend most of my time admiring his wrestling figure collection. He's got an insane uh, mint on card collection. He's got a bunch of Hasbros I'm going to be picking through. So uh, during that tag team, uh, women's tag team match, that's probably what I'll be doing, just, uh, just to be honest. And uh, Sweet. Our, our buddy Darius will be there too. We'll be hanging out. Uh, I was debating bringing the kid with me, but I know he's going to have to go to bed like an hour after the show starts. So probably leave the family at home and uh, get some – Get some time with the boys and hang out. So and uh, that'll be pretty fun, nice. man. Eat some eat some uh, food that's bad for me. Drink some uh, adult beverages. And just have a good time watching wrestling, man. Yep, that's what we're doing too. Awesome. Uh, so give us a five star review once you once you listen to this episode. Let us know what you think. And uh, what what else? Any more good housekeeping before before we get out of here? No, everyone, stay safe out there. If you uh, you know drink too many beers, they're all you're literally one click away from getting a ride. So don't drink and drive. Get yourself an Uber or a Lyft or whatever you prefer. Crash on your buddy's couch, but stay safe out there, Marks. And I can't wait to watch the show and hear all, hear all the reactions from you guys. So make sure you hit us up at Chick Foley on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, our buddies from the Fully Posable podcast are going to be doing a, uh, a meetup at the Irish Pub in uh, New York City. And uh, it is pretty close to WrestleCon and all that stuff. So uh, go hang out with them. I think it's Saturday at 2 o'clock. And I have a, a funny story real quick. I, I proposed to the wife at the top of the Rockefeller building, Sheena. Wow, uh, nice. That's years, fancy. Yeah, years and years ago. Yeah, she loved it. It was great. and It was a beautiful view. And I had no idea what we, did, what we were going to do next. I had no idea what was near there. Uh, I was, you know, nervous with whether what she was going to say, yeah. obviously. So I didn't plan it, what we were going to do next. So we just kind of ended up walking around the streets of New York City, and she started yelling at me for not having anything planned. And we just stumbled upon this bar, and it's the bar that the fully posable guys are going to. It's a, just a, your run-of-the-mill Irish, you know, it's an awesome little little bar tucked away, kind of a cool little Irish spot, just called the Irish Pub. And we stopped in there and took pictures and called our family members and had some some pints of guinness so uh hopefully everybody from the fully posable crew is going to enjoy their their time there and have some adult beverages and uh we uh, we wish we were there with you oh have fun guys yeah all right so uh, we'll be back next year marco denton uh one of our patreon subscribers will be guest co-hosting the show with us uh, which I'm excited about. He's going to recap WrestleMania with us. We'll get into Raw and SmackDown and, and see who's debuting, and I'm sure we'll have a bunch of cool storylines going forward. But uh, for Sheena Phelps and Phil Gentile, uh, we hope you guys are uh, going to enjoy WrestleMania weekend and stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week.